Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the Kayfabe Report, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, Cody Wilson, and DJ Hype Train, Matt Glass, for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews. All that and more on the Kayfabe Report. Thanks, guys, for listening into the podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about Raw. We're going to be talking about the matches added to Hell in a Cell and the predictions for Hell in a Cell this week. We're also going to be talking about how WWE loves their Saudi blood money. They're going back to Saudi Arabia this fall. And we're going to be talking about John Cena and how he is confirmed he will return to WWE, but just a matter of when. Not entirely sure when he'll be back, but he will be back. So, first off, we're going to start with... Let's just start with Cena. He uh, confirms that it's not a matter of if... But when he returns to the uh, the company, this was all in an interview done with uh, the Sean Sapp report. Um, I like him; he's a good interviewer. Honestly, he's pretty much talking about the SRS. Yeah, he's pretty much talking oh, about the Sapp, He's great. <laughs> he's pretty much talking about the Fast and Furious uh, movies and talking about his role, Cena's role being John, uh, Vin Diesel's brother. Yes. Which, I can't wait for that movie Long just to shit brother. on it. Well, we've never even never even knew he had an older brother who was supposedly a bad guy until the ninth movie now. Hey. Which is fine. I love the series. I've, I've loved it since the, the beginning. Right. But I we've gone a little too far here, I think, with the series. But whatever. Well, a little sidebar. This movie is a worse timeline chronologically than Star Wars. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it sucks, man, because they go back and forth. It's back like and forth. it goes one, then three, four, five, two, Tokyo Drift, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, or some in that order. Yeah, like it's, it, it, it's all fucked up mumbo jumbo. At least Star Wars went yeah, chronologically ordered from four, five, six. To one two three to seven six or seven eight nine. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's odd because no matter what one you watch, one you can watch one, you can watch seven. You can kind of watch them on their own. Like I think because each one has a different cast. Like Too Fast, Too Furious is 
completely different than all the other movies. Is it? And then, if you watch Too Fast, Too Furious, Mm -hmm. they go to fucking Miami or wherever the fuck they are. Then, you go into these other ones and it's, it's more of the original cast and then, oh, let's pop the dudes from Too Fast, Too Furious in here, here, and there. It's, I don't know, it got a little too far-fetched for me, especially when they're hauling huge bank safes down the fucking highway with a muscle car. But, to each their own. So, okay. Here's... Here's the order... This is, this is official. Here's the order of movies in chronological order. Fast and Furious, the original... Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast and Furious, the fourth movie. Fast Five. Fast Six. Then Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, which was the third movie in order. Like, when it came out. Yep. Then Fast Seven. Then The Fate of the Furious. And then Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. And now there's going to be nine. And then there's going to be a nine. Yeah, there's going to be nine. So, but you know, it's the brother that he couldn't see. So, um. <laughs> yeah. None, none of us could until until now. But no, like he's, so I actually watched another interview with somebody that was like even less important than Sean Sapp. Like way less important. Like a Today Show correspondent or something. And she was like, she was trying to get it out of him. So bad. She was like, so, um, do you have any plans in the summer, specifically August 21st? And he's like, August 21st. And she's like, uh, like any time, like anywhere in Vegas. And he's like, what's in Vegas? Like what's, what's going to happen? Like he legitimately, like you can see it. He's not trying to dodge it. He, you can literally see it in his face. Like, what the fuck is she trying to get at? Like, what the fuck? Right, right. And then, then she goes, you know. Irregardless, he's never going to tell him. Oh, right. But even, but this is the funnier part because he doesn't even know. And then she goes, yeah, there's this event called SummerSlam. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm not going to make it. I'm still doing Judge Man or whatever the fuck the Marvel movie he's doing. Um, yeah, there's no time for him to do that. <laughs> Um, and he's like, even if I, I, I would love to drop that knowledge right now, but there's no knowledge to drop. So unfortunately, uh, no, I'm not coming back SummerSlam. Um, he could be, he could be the king of bullshitters, the king of bullshitters and say that, which perfectly fine, perfectly fine. But, uh, oh, Jesus, my mic's not even close to my fucking face. This, this is going to be a great-sounding first ten minutes of the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, no, it sounded good. Did it? Okay, it well. Hard. Oh, well. I mean, I can hear, I can hear you perfectly, but. Yeah, but I'm also, I, you know, I'm sure talking normally, so my voice echoes through the fucking room like a madman. Oh, I think, I think it'll be all right. There you go. Okay. But, um. Yeah, so, like, Cena wants to be back. I think he doesn't want to be, like, The Rock. I think he wants to be, like, Hogan. 
and he would I think he would love to do a heel turn at this point in the stage of his career. Come back and stay a while, you think? Oh yeah, he's back for not he's back not for good. Come back and hang out for just a little bit and I mean people could just start fucking doing the same old skits that they would do to the rock. Oh, you're just back from Hollywood for a little bit, blah blah blah. Right. Which is fine, you know, it happens. And I think it would be best for business if he came back full time, at least for at least for a year or two. Here's the thing. Even if AEW could, they wouldn't know what to do with a Cena level uh performer. Oh, right. Because if you give Cena that much credibility and that much leverage in a contract dispute between two companies, especially if Vince wants his Golden Goose back, right? Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna without a doubt, uh, <laughs> have some interesting negotiations happening. So, let's talk about Saudi Arabia. Okay. Pretty much. So, do you know anything that happened in like the last, I don't know, two or three Saudi shows that have gone on over there? Well, we had talked about it. Pardon me. With uh, the Undertaker and Goldberg, I'm pretty sure that that had to be a match because that's what the prince wanted or whatever. Right. Well, and otherwise, something like that. Yes. Was, he wasn't. Gonna... So I feel like we're just entertaining the prince at this point. Like <laughs> It's just going to be because he wants it there, but okay. So that's the only, so what I've told you be, be, of, as of the prince, like his shit, um, like, okay. So did I tell you when they had the first Saudi show, which was the greatest Royal rumble? Right. He wanted, and I'm not kidding about this, Ultimate Warrior, Yokozuna, and like two other 90 superstars that are... (laughs) Which is why you saw that fat-ass sumo wrestler in that match. Sure. To cover for Yoko. Because that wasn't happening. (laughs) I mean, I don't think Vince has the money for God. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Does this guy realize that you need like uh, magic to bring these people back or what? Because this guy is an actual fan. And by that, I mean, he doesn't know that they're real people. He thinks that they're fucking movie characters. Oh, I feel what you're saying. He thinks that somebody just plays that character so anybody could be the ultimate warrior. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. You lost me for a split second, but no, I'm back. No, that's so fine. Back. But <laughs> like this man is amazing. He's asking for shit <laughs> that just unfortunately is unrealistic for the time. Let's <laughs> say literally doesn't exist anymore. Um, but no. So did you okay? So remember? Do you remember the episode of SmackDown where it was Daniel Bryan and a couple other superstars 
completely getting ransacked by NXT. I can't say that I do. It was like the the beginning of the build-up to Survivor Series when it was Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which I think it still should be for Survivor Series, but that's a Right, day. which is fine. So the reason that they had that SmackDown episode the way it was was because, and I'm not kidding about this, the day before was a Saudi show. Was the shoddy show. And everybody was detained. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't come back home. I remember they, they're, like, tweeting about it. They're mm-hmm. afraid. Like, they're out, stuck on a plane. And, and they should have been afraid because Vince fucked over the Saudi government. Vince fucked over the Saudi prince. Vince crossed the prince. So... Here's here's the story. Vince got his money. The day of the event, he cancels like half of the local uh show. Like the oh, so like you could watch it on the network, but if you're if you were in Saudi Arabia and you're watching it on TV, you're actually watching it on a local channel. Mm-hmm. He fucked with all the local channels and cut the broadcast oh, to the local channels like an hour early or something like that. Oh. Or showed up like an hour late or something like that. I don't remember. But he was fucking with A, the Saudi government, and then he's also fucking with the Saudi prince. <laughs> so, some balls. yeah. So, guess what? They're detained. And they're detained for three days. And no one's happy about it. At all. So then you see everybody bitching and complaining on Twitter about what's actually going on. And then WWE puts out a statement saying nothing actually happened. This is all fabricated. This is all this. This is all that. Wrestling news. (laughs) They are fucking checking their asses on this. And it's amazing. Right. Which I love every second of. Yeah, why not? So now, and a lot of the people, what was it? The second one was okay. So I think it was the third show in Saudi Arabia. People were checking out. Like people did, they opt out to stay out. They, they did not want to go on this trip because the Saudi government um, detained an American reporter and then executed his head off. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They did what? You heard they, they chopped his head off. 
on video. Not somebody. Not somebody from the WWE. No, it was an American reporter. Just, just flat out. That's all they did it as. Oh. Like that's how they generalized it. It was an American reporter who was on on this on field for a report for Saudi Arabia, and he got detained and then executed. So trip number four, I think, is when they got detained and everybody was like, what the fuck? I got to look into why this reporter was detained and what he was reporting on. I don't remember exactly. Because if he was reporting, if he was reporting on like their government secrets or something like that, it's no wonder he got killed. Eh. So here's the report. WWE is reportedly returning to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia in the fall. Uh, it was reported by the Wrestling Club, which is a Twitter fan page based in the Middle East that has provided coverage for previous WWE events in the Kingdom, that the Saudi General Sports Authority, Ministry of Sports, that's a fucking title, has decided on November for the next WWE event. No specific date or venue was included with the report. Furthermore, WWE sources reported PW Insider that the early expectation within the company is that they will finally return to Saudi Arabia in the fall, and that no date has been locked in yet. WWE expected to run one event in the kingdom before the end of this year. I don't know how COVID's doing in Saudi. Granted, I could care I, I could care less about how COVID's doing anywhere, but. The, the fact that we don't know what their protocol is. And I know for a fact the U.S. government has not cleared anybody for uh, travel. I'm pretty sure travel is still banned within the country going out or in. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um I mean, I know that I'm booked to go to uh, Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic in the fall. What? But for my honeymoon. Mazel tov. We never got to go, so we're going. Look, anywhere you have a bed or a surface to fuck on is a honeymoon. I mean, it's been a seven-month honeymoon, then. There you go. Taylor, I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, so WWE was forced to nix their second 2020 event and the first 2021 event of the kingdom due to the COVID pandemic. Uh, they lifted. Oh, the kingdom has lifted some of their coronavirus restrictions back in late May. And media reports from the country note that they are serious about opening back up for concerts and sporting events. Um, they have not ran the kingdom since Bray Wyatt lost the title to Goldberg. That That's your reference. Um, <laughs> um, WWE and the Saudi General Sports Authority announced in 2018 that they were entering into a 10-year strategic multi-platform partnership to support the Saudi Vision 2030 initiative, which is the kingdom's social and economic reform program. The deal called for two events to be held per year, but the COVID-19 pandemic forced delays, blah, blah, blah. So, 
pretty much they're going back to Saudi for blood money. And it's interesting. That's hey, that's what I've been calling it the entire time I've had this podcast. Because if you go somewhere where an American citizen has been executed with his head chopped off, and you're still going there to get paid, granted it's I think it's fifty million dollars every time they fucking show up. But like damn, that it, it's insane. It's insane to keep going somewhere where you've had an American citizen get killed. Yeah, that's messed up. It just it it sucks ass. It sucks complete ass and I think it's stupid and I think that they just need to just fucking pull the deal cuz it is so Saudi Arabia is trying to do all this shit for women, all this shit for just their culture in entirely. But you're all still fucking Muslims. And, and no, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's free to do their own religion. But goddamn, we know what your guys' shit is and the fact that you're trying to reform yourself now after thousands of years. It's only because you guys are looking into it financially. That's it. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. It's hard to speak on a topic like that because uh, it could get heated pretty after quickly. After 2,000 years, probably more than this, but after that long amount of time, they finally let women allowed to drive. Right. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with a lot of the. I don't agree with a lot of the beliefs and the ways of life. Um. On that end. So, I'll just leave that there. But, that being said, I agree with you as far as them pulling the uh, the Saudi shows. Um, for a similar reason to you, you know, with that, that reporter being killed. But also, I just don't enjoy it. Oh, I think the Saudi I shows don't... suck ass. They're never, they're never good. And... You're talking about, I think it runs at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the mm -hmm. afternoon on a Friday yep. for us because of the time difference. No fucking thank you. Even if I did have a fucking half a day at work, I'm not watching a pay-per-view on a Friday afternoon. I'm just right, not doing exactly. it. Like, that's the thing. Friday at 2 o'clock, watch Crown Jewel. No. I'll no, come home you. at 5 o'clock, wait for the pay-per-view to end at 6, and then fucking watch it on the on-demand, and then only take two hours to skip through entrances because of the long-ass ramp, and the pyro, and the introductions, and then just watch the wrestling, which is only 15, 20 minutes apiece, so fuck it. Yep. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. The ramps were huge. The, the <laughs> stages were insane. The entrances were longer than any Undertaker entrance at WrestleMania. Like, fuck. Right. <sighs> Speaking of dumpster fires, we're going to talk about Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth right there. You don't even have to sugarcoat that one. I will say this. Reginald is my new favorite character. 
I don't know why. I love him. He's just, he just makes it all put together. He really does. He's goofy is what he is. He's a circus circus disolay, circus diolay, fucking, he's a circus clown. That's what he is. He's a fucking former circus clown. I don't speak French. Fuck you guys. There's no way in hell I'm going to try to pronounce it. Circus disolay. Cirque du Soleil. Buddy. Cirque du Soleil. Thank you. Someone has uh, class in their life. I don't. I'm a fucking dumbass fat ass from fucking New York. So fucking Christ, all that shit. Someone starts speaking a new language to me. I'm just going to be like English. Press one. Press one. <laughs> English. Oh, Jesus Christ. So let's talk about Raw and all the bullshit that happened. Uh, McIntyre versus AJ Styles went into a brawl, then a six-man tag, which was McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus AJ, Almas, and Lashley, which I think was the main event. I didn't, I didn't really watch Raw, I watched it on YouTube, but still, it, watching it on YouTube is still a lot tougher to do than just trying to fucking watch any type of wrestling. I think they're going to do a racist storyline with AJ Styles. What? <laughs> Hear me out. Now, before all you AJ fans start going out on me, <laughs> here's the ending sequence of the six-man tag. Almost dumps fucking Eric or Ivar over the fucking barricade like he was a newborn child. And then AJ's getting his ass kicked by Drew. And he just sees, and I'm not trying to be racist, I'm just saying what was out there. This is what was perceived. Two African-American gentlemen on the corner. And instead of tagging his tag team partner, he tags Lashley. Lashley, confused, wonder why he walked into the ring, turns around, Claymore, and then McIntyre beat Lashley. Okay. And almost is confused. Lashley is confused. And AJ's confused about how this all went down. So I'm thinking. How does this? Uh, this, is, this is the way I'm thinking as a dumb, fat ass New Yorker. <laughs> AJ thought it was the was Almas. Because, again, two black gentlemen on the corner. Thinking that he tagged his tag team partner, rolls out of the ring, sees Omos, looks at Lashley, sees Omos, looks at Lashley. Lashley turns around, Claymore. <laughs> I see what you're saying. He just tagged the one that he saw was black because he's used he's used to tagging Omos. Well, but here's the difference. Omos is dark chocolate. Lashley is milk chocolate. There is two different shades there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the fact that you couldn't well, tell. I, I, I hope that they don't play any kind of angle like that. I that hope so. I really do. Well. I really do. I would. That would mean WWE is getting their fucking head out of their ass. Oh, boy. I don't know. I think it would. Not be a good idea. But hey, we'll see what happens. Speaking of getting their head out of their ass, Alexa Bliss is finally having matches. 
Um, she went and fought Nia Jax on Raw live TV. Why? She should be strictly pay-per-views. Plain and simple. You think so? Oh, yeah. She should be strictly pay-per-views, have every Raw build up to the pay-per-view in skits. I don't give a shit. But now you, you've you been waiting for her to wrestle, and it's on a free Raw. Yeah. No real hype for it. So, she beat Nia Jax, or Reginald got involved, whatever. And then Alexa Bliss does her spooky little head turn, and Reginald's following her. And she's about to move her hand, and he moves her hand, and then it just snaps because Nia Jack stops all that shit. And then, I guess it's confirmed, Hell in a Cell, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, one-on-one. I mean, Ooh. it's obviously going to be a squash match with Shayna Baszler, and I hate to see that with Shayna Baszler because she's so fucking good. But Vince sees nothing in her, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. There's other people that you could do a squash match on besides Shayna Baszler. Oh, agreed. Oh, well. Fucking Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Eva Marie. Uh, fuck, mm-hmm. list goes on and on. You can even bury the tag champs for all I fucking care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I mean, it's Natalia and fucking Tamina. What has Tamina done as of right besides being that her only championship victory is a tag title win? I don't have the answer for you on that. Exactly my point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it just, it is what it is. I, I, I wish they would have saved it for the pay-per-view and just say, Shayna says she's going to face me at Hell in the Cell. And Lily's put in time out. Okay. We're going to actually think that this doll is alive. Okay. Whatever. Annabelle, fuck this. Um. Good lord. MVP tries to drive a wedge between Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. I'm all for. I think MVP should make a new Nation of Domination, quote-unquote, or a new Hurt Business. Be him, Cedric Alexander, Kofi, Lashley. Um, who else? And, um, and, oh, what, what's his name from Retribution? Is it Mace? Mace or T-Bar? I think T-Bar's. Uh, uh, oh, what the fuck's his real name? The Dojak or whatever. 
Donovan DeJojak or whatever, something like that. Okay. But yeah, it. So basically, you want him to start up instead of the hurt business, basically like the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, oh, I don't think I was supposed to go there. <laughs> They're going to build a all, which I mean, the hurt business was an all, uh, you know, black man or African American, you know, mm-hmm. team, which is cool. I understand why. I completely get that from a entertainment aspect for WWE and you know pop culture and blah well, blah they blah. They did it once, but well, they they tend to do it. I wouldn't say historically, but just like how we didn't like the main event of of Mania when it you know that. Oh no 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 either. that that's different. What I'm saying is is that they they um. They did a, a black stable before called the Nation of Domination. It was originally, it was Farouk, Rock, Mark Henry, Godfather, and D'Lo Brown. Then Rock took over as leader, Farouk got kicked out, and then it was just Rock, Henry, Godfather, D'Lo. And then for whatever reason, Owen Hart decided to join, who was whiter than snow. So, whatever. Whatever that means. But... I don't know. I just don't know. I I would be okay if they made Kofi heal. Kofi needs something. And I think a heel turn would do him good. He's been a babyface his entire fucking career. Yep. If you even if you look at the New Day as heels during their run, they're still babyfaces. Right. So yeah, I say do it, run him. Do you think he would get an excellent push out of it, or do you think it'd be just a mid card push? Um, I could see Kofi Mania too, but I don't know if WWE can. So I would say mid card. So you so you'd keep them in the you keep him in the mid card. Not me personally. I would definitely have him be uh, WWE champion again, um, but. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's just interesting. And what else happened on raw? That was any sort of intricate, in, in, in interesting thing. Oh, uh, speaking of Eva Marie, Eva Marie finally made her debut with, for people who listen to this podcast might not know her as Piper Niven. Matt, you specifically may not know who she is. Yeah, no, I don't. And we were talking about this prior to going um, on on here tonight. And uh, I just don't, I guess I don't understand that the, the whole point of this. Like, okay, great. It's exposure for Piper. Like I say, who I don't know, but has been around. And, but then when's that Matt? I mean, and, and just single-handedly basically annihilates Naomi. And that's how you make a squash match with a with a star. Well, and then they say that even Marie wins. Which is so fine. So she didn't even step foot in a ring. Right, and okay, so do you remember the stunt double gimmick with Miz and Miz Dow? Yeah, of course. Okay, so same concept, just not a stunt double, just her heavy taking her matches for her. 
and instead of it being Piper winning, it's just vicariously through Piper. I gotcha. <laughs> At least that's the way Very I think different. of it, you know. Um, right, right, right. And sooner or later, you're going to have that dynamic where it's Piper versus Eva, but that, I hope, if WWE doesn't want to, you know, do go trigger happy with this one. Fucking wait six months and then fucking pull it. Right. Like, have Eva Marie win the women's championship, run this for six months, and in the middle of that six months, have her win the championship, and then have it Piper versus Eva at Mania for the Raw Women's Championship. I'm okay with that. That'd be a that's a beautiful yeah. storyline. You can play that. It's a simple storyline. People can call it if they want to, but sometimes the more simple ones are the more entertaining ones. Sure. No, I agree with that. And that's it for Raw, really. I mean, Jeff Hardy had a couple matches on the same night for whatever reason. Elias beat Jackson Riker. Um, or no, Jackson Riker beat Elias in a count out. And it is what it is. So sometimes, sometimes Raw can be an entertaining show. Sometimes it can't be. And I honestly, I'd give it a thumbs in the middle where it is this week. Thumbs in the middle. I like that. So as we're recording this. Or before we were recording this, I found some news about someone who's going to be back. And it's tonight. This is on a Tuesday that we record. We aren't mm-hmm. watching NXT, unfortunately. We will be I'll be watching it tomorrow night. But I heard and read that a certain talent is coming back. To be the enforcer for NXT's general manager, William Regal. And his name is the recently released Samoa Joe. Great news for fans of Samoa Joe. Oh, excellent news. I'm so happy for Joe. I've been a fan of his since TNA. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, there's something about him. He's, he's great. I like him a lot. So, here's the stipulations of Joe being the enforcer. Mm-hmm. He can't be a competitor. And he can't get involved with NXT talent unless provoked. Gotcha. So, he's pretty much the Sheriff Steve Austin type storyline that we're going with. Which okay. I'm all for. I'm perfectly fine with Joe doing that. That'd be that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, why not? I mean, best thing about this is that Joe is back. I'm all for for Joe being back. It leaves the door open for us to see Samoa Joe get back to the action. And think about all the matches we can have: Joe versus Adam Cole, Joe versus Johnny Gargano. Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly. Joe versus right. uh who is the fourth man in that fucking fatal five way? Do 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 do. Well, you got Car- Not the champion. Not the champion. But yeah, Karrion Cross. 
Another think about that. Oh, two of the fucking biggest semi trains just going head to head. Fuck. Oh, but who was that fifth man? It was Gargano, Cole, Riley. Oh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn versus Samoa Joe. Oh, that would. I would get hard watching that match. I dare say that might be the best one of what you've mentioned. That that would be a great. Okay, so Cross Joe would be a great powerhouse match. Cold Joe would be a great, like, tribute to PWG Ring of Honor. Same thing with Kyle O'Reilly. Johnny Gargano would be a great high-flying match with Joe. And that's saying a lot with Joe being a high-flyer. But the best technical match would be Pete Dunne versus Samoa Joe. Without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely. Oh. So I'm happy for him. That's great news. I I can't believe that they actually went through all that bullshit just to get him back. But it is what it is. So before we do our predictions for Hell in a Cell, we just want to um, give our condolences to the Rey Mysterio family for their loss of their son Dominic. Um, that that power bomb. Uh, he's dead. There's there's no two ways about that. Miz was dead with zombies eating him, but he came back. There's no way he's coming back from a powerbomb off camera. He's dead. Um, no. So, with that being said, uh, they will vacate the SmackDown Tag Team titles to the Usos. I'll be happy about that. Um, and by the way, none of the, what I'm saying is possibly true, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. I just, I'd be happy if this was all like actual news that came from WWE's mouth. Um, he's actually in heaven now with his real poppy, Eddie Guerrero. Rest in peace, Eddie. Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk that's about funny. Hell in the Cell. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> I said that's funny. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Hell in the Cell. Um, the pay-per-view, not the match. Um, as of right now, still be determined uh, for Hell in the Cell is... The Raw Tag Team Titles, which is the Viking Raiders versus AJ and Omos. They won the right in a battle royal on Raw two weeks ago. And still haven't done anything for it. But as of this writing, one, two, three, five matches is all what confirmed for Hell in the Cell. Wow. So let's go with the undercard. They better. They better get added to it. Well, I think the Raw Tag Team titles will be added. There's no way they can't be. Um, So let's go with the opening match, which is probably what's going to be the opening match. Alexa versus Shayna. Um, I got Alexa Bliss. Yeah, um, easy peasy. Like, fast. Alexa Bliss. Uh, Viking Raiders, AJ Styles and Omos. Um, so here's the thing. I, I want, uh, new tag team champions, but I wonder if they're going to keep it on AJ and Omos just because, just because we, we all would not, you know, we don't care if they're the champs anymore. So yeah, not really. I mean, it, it's okay if they have like a one, two month title reign. Be- look at Omos. He's fucking huge. He's greener than goose shit. Like, you, you, we have to do something more with him. Oh, I agree. 
both women's titles will be on the line in Hell in a Cell, and both men's titles will be on the line in Hell in a Cell. Neither Intercontinental or U.S. Championships are on the line, which is an interesting dilemma. Uh, the WWE Sm- yeah, that's very weird. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championships are also not on the line. Well, I think Sheamus is out with injury for a little bit. He broke his nose between Humberto Carrillo and um, oh, what the fuck's his name? trying to remember off the top of my head oh well um but they were doing like little hits and misses but smackdown women's championship bailey bianca who you got Hmm. um bianca retains she has to there there, there's no way she doesn't now is not the time for her to drop those titles I think it's still too fresh that she just got that. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And Bianca is, is I think, th- I think her hair is going to play a part in the finish again. Yeah, why not? Uh, Charlotte, Rhea, who you got? Um, I'm going to say again, the title reign cannot end already. So, Ray Ripley, keeping it. I kind of want Charlotte to win. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't want her to win, but... <laughs> Why not? 14-time women's champion. She's two away from tying her father at that point. That's exactly why I don't want her oh, to win. Oh, come on! I'd rather it be her break the record than Cena. No, if anything, she'll tie it and Cena will beat them both. I hope not. That would suck. He beats two flares instead of one. <laughs> um, still can't believe this is going to be a fucking Hell in a Cell match. In his first ever Hell in a Cell match, Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns. And mind you, one half of the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Which hopefully right. by Friday becomes vacated. Um, <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, so this is Ray's first Hell in a Cell match. And this is Roman's like fourth, fifth, and it's and it's uh, Bobby Lashley's first. Yes, one it too. is. Ray's and Bobby Lashley's first Hell in a Cell. Yep. This is Drew's second, so not all that much more experienced than him, but it's okay. And I find it interesting that both our main titles are on or in Hell in a Cell. So, who do you think is going to be first? I think the I, I say opening match is Alexa, but they're probably gonna put opening matches Roman's Hell in the Cell match. I don't know. I think that Roman will be the main event. Well, think about it. They in, in the last few months they either put Roman on first or they put Roman on last. They could do him as first because they usually make his entrance a little bit longer and. It could be a cool way to start off the mm-hmm. whole show. I'm not sure. 
Do you think there will be any deception in the ranks between the bloodline and having Mysterio win by bullshit? Um, no. No? I mean, there's there's already problems, but that's they're not going to cause cost Roman the title. That's no. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Not in my not in my opinion, but Okay, that sounds fair. And I'm going to go with I I honestly I would love to see Rey Mysterio get another world title run, but I know for a fact it's going to be Reigns going heading into SummerSlam. Don't know against who, right. but it's going to be Reigns going into SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last Hell in the Cell match, which is Drew and Bobby one more time. And if McIntyre <laughs> loses, he is no longer able to challenge for the WWE Championship as long as Lashley is champion. Now, I know for a fact Lashley's winning. You think so? Drew beat him clean in the ring on Monday. Okay. In wrestling history, whoever walks out of the go-home show, like, victorious, whether it be a clean win or a symbolic victory, like, standing over the opponent... Nine times out of ten, they usually don't go home with the championship. Hmm. But that's just the way that it's been. Uh, that's just the way that they've trained us Bluetooth to think. Connected. Bluetooth connected. What in the hell's going on with that thing? I got. That's fucking crazy. Pardon the interruption. I gotta. I've got a sound bar that just started talking over here. That was odd. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. I'm now going to piss myself. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh. Yeah, that, that, is, that was weird. That is good shit. That is some good, good <laughs> shit. Well, uh, anyway, um, you were saying that Lashley's definitely going to win, yada, yada. I, I disagree. I think that McIntyre's going to win. Why? Because they they said that if if he loses, he doesn't get to have another championship match against Lashley. As, yeah, as long as he's champion. Exactly. So I think that he's going to win the championship. So that then Lashley can have a rematch, Ugh. so we got to get stuck watching these two Fuck fights. Fuck you! Why? Well, that's what's going to happen. That's how it is. They can't stop doing fucking rematches on Raw. Here's the way I look at it. If McIntyre wins, rematch at Money in the Bank, but then that stipulation is whoever loses can't have a championship match until the other one loses the belt. Secondly, if Lashley wins, rumor confirmed that it's going to be Lashley-Lesnar at SummerSlam. No. Yeah. And then 
Oh, fuck. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I just, <laughs> as what? soon as I said that, I just thought of the biggest fucking loophole that WWE could ever fucking have with anything, especially the stupid ruling about McMcIntyre if he loses. Let's just go for two months on a hypothetical. McIntyre loses to Lashley. Can no longer quote-unquote challenge him. He can't challenge him for the belt. Next month is money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Ten bucks says that motherfucker gets put in money in the bank and wins. <laughs> then he's not technically he's not technically challenging for the belt he's cashing in for the belt and that's the terminology that they'll fucking use right. right so now instead of having it being whoever Lashley faces that money in the bank it then becomes whoever Lashley beats at money in the bank he cashes in right away that same night and beats Lashley for the title and now you have McIntyre Lesnar at SummerSlam. It could it could work out that way. We'll see. I would kill myself if that worked that way because I just thought of a brilliant storyline that WWE could possibly use and they'll never fucking go for it. No. They'll never go for it. That would be the dumbest thing. It's a smart thing, but it'd be the dumbest thing they do to try to minimize McIntyre. Yeah, that's true. And it's a waste of money in the bank. Money in the bank should be there to produce stars, not keep stars in the title hunt. I agree. But you're going to go with McIntyre. I'm going to go with Lashley. Yep. And I think that's the only one we really differ upon. Yeah, I think so. So, with that, Hell in the Cell predictions are over. We're going to end the podcast, and we're going to end it with F. Mary Kill. And Matt, uh, no, you did it last week, and you told me, wasn't it with Pat McAfee? Or no, I gave you somebody last week, didn't I? No, I, yeah, I gave you three people last week. Yeah, yeah, because I couldn't do the political thing, so I offed Kane, and I yeah. married the big show or something. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay, so your turn. You get to tell me which three I get the F, marry, and kill. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so just Mick Foley as he is right now. Okay. Mankind. Or Dude Love. I don't get Cactus Jack! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Cactus Jack, Mankind, Dude Love. Thank you. I can't do Mick Foley now. There's no way. Right. But the three faces of Foley... Oh, God. Um. 
Yeah, this is a good one. I'd have to kill Dude Love because I thought that was the dumbest of the three. (laughs) Doesn't really leave me good choices on either or, really, though, when you think about it. I'm going to fuck Cactus Jack and marry Mankind. There you go. That's the only way to do it. Because Cactus Jack's a it's... hardcore motherfucker and you don't want to fuck with him. Uh-uh. Or especially be married to the poor bastard. But then Mankind, <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to fuck him either, but you, you can at least be married to a, a mental patient. <laughs> Might make you one too. Yeah, that's fine. We both go in the loony bin and then we'll we'll be separated. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. So with that, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for all the love, the likes, the shares, the subscribes, the follows, the retweets, the Instagram posts, everything you guys do for us. Uh, we appreciate it. We love it. Um, next week we will be doing the results and the review of hell in a cell 2021 me and matt will be in the same room at the same time yes we will in a brand new room that all my shit will be in (laughs) there we go so uh thank you guys follow us on tiktok facebook instagram twitter uh, if you guys have any questions, go to Twitter. If you have any questions, go to Facebook. If you have any questions, go to TikTok. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. Episode 50 of the podcast is a TikTok quiz. I will be uh, giving a quiz to not only Matt, but three or four different wrestling TikTok creators. And we will see who the smartest TikTok creator is in the wrestling community. Uh not a definite on everybody yet. That's why I said three to four. So hopefully I get everybody involved. And with that, uh, we will see you guys next week with the Hell in a Cell review.